Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah rabbil alamin wal aqibatil muttaqin wa la adwana illa 'alal zalimin wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lahu rabbil alamin wa ashhadu anna sayyidina wa nabiyyana Muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu al-mab'uthu rahmatan lil 'alamin sallallahu ta'ala 'alayhi wa 'ala alihi wa ashhabihi ajma'in amma ba'd. Alhamdulillah. We are now on the third juz of the Quran and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this juz he finishes Surah Al-Baqarah and he begins Surah Al-Imran and right at the conclusion of Surah Al-Baqarah the last ayat are really well known ayat that have a special place and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned many virtues of these ayat Ayat number 284, 285, and 286. The last three ayat of Surah Al-Baqarah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in ayah number 284, and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala belongs whatever is in the heavens and whatever is in the earth and if you disclose what is in your hearts you disclose what is in your hearts meaning you have an idea in your mind you have a thought that crosses your heart and you make an intention and you don't keep it in your heart you actually act upon it you make it apparent you speak or you act in accordance with that intention. This is meant by Tubuduma fi anfusikum. You disclose what is in your heart. O tuhfuhu or you keep it concealed. You keep it hidden in your mind, in your heart. You do not disclose it. In both scenarios, in both conditions, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make you account for it will take you to account for it. فَيَغْفِرُ لِمَنْ Then he will forgive whomsoever he wills. وَيُعَذِّبُ مَنْ And he will punish whomsoever he wills. وَاللَّهُ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all-powerful to do whatever he wants on everything. عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ Over everything he is powerful. Subhanallah, when this ayah was revealed, it really shook the Sahaba radiallahu anhu ajma'in, and they were very, they were they were very stressed out, and they were worried and anxious about being accountable to Allah subhanahu wa taala for even the thoughts that cross the minds, because apparently. That is what it seems like that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, وَإِن تُبْدُوا مَا فِي أَنفُسِكُمْ If you make it apparent what you're hiding in your hearts, O تُخْفُوهُ Or you keep it hidden. In both cases, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take you to account for your deeds. يُحَاسِبْكُمْ بِهِ اللَّهِ So, they were very much afraid that even involuntary thoughts that may cross the mind are we going to be accountable for this and 
in this day and age when shaitan is at his peak in misguiding human beings and trying to trouble people in insinuating evil thoughts in their minds this is a very common occurrence where people have different negative thoughts particularly the youth who are growing up different doubts may cross their minds and hearts about the fundamentals of Islam and they may begin to doubt whether they have Islam anymore or because of these doubts have they fallen out of the fold of Islam so let us take a step back and examine the different attacks from sh- of shaitan the first attack of shaitan is that he tries to take a person out of the fold of islam and creates doubts in his aqidah so that he stops believing in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the malaika amantu billahi wa malaikatihi wa kutubihi wa rusulihi wal yawm al akhiri wal qadri khayrihi wa sharrihi min allah ta'ala wal ba'thi ba'd al maut the seven articles of faith these are the foundations of our iman shaitan tries to create doubt in a person's mind regarding these and if a person articulates the those wrong beliefs with his tongue and says i accept them na'udhu billah that person will leave the fold of islam and once a person leaves the fold of islam and they do not continue to believe in the kalima ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna muhammadar rasulullah or la ilaha illallah muhammadar rasulullah they lose that iman then shaitan's work is complete because without iman there is no najah on the day of judgment this was the promise that shaitan made and iblis made to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala thumma la ughiyannahum ajma'in then i will misguide all the children of banu adam all the children of adam the banu adam i will misguide all of them illa ibadaka minhum almukhlasin except for a few selected servants of yours who you have protected them they will escape me otherwise i will misguide them then I will misguide them from in front and from behind from on the right and from the left I will beguile them I will misguide them and I will lead them astray and you will not find many of them thankful to you O Allah this is what Iblis said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So this is uh, a very dangerous test from Iblis uh, that he puts us into uh, b- having doubts regarding our faith. At the same time, we have to remember that if these thoughts are not translated into action and they are mere thoughts that cross the mind, it does not mean that a person has left the fold of Islam. Because Rasulullah wasallam has said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ تَجَاوَزَ عَنْ عُمَّتِي عن امتي ما حدثت انفسها ما لم يتكلموا او يعملوا به verily allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forgiven from my ummah all the thoughts that cross their hearts and minds unless they speak according to that or they practice according to it unless they act upon it so this hadith tells us that the thoughts that cross our mind are not going to be Uh, tested by Allah Ta'ala we are not going to be accountable for those we are not responsible for them we are not going to be considered sinful likewise Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said 
We praise and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has limited the attack of shaitan that all he can do is whisper thoughts in the mind. He cannot force the hand. He cannot move the tongue. If he could move our tongue and take over our brain and take over our nervous system and start playing with us and make us say things that we don't want to say, make us... Uh, act in a way that we don't want to act then it would have been very difficult um, however he cannot do that he cannot override our own brain in fact on the day of judgment uh, when the Anbiya will intercede on behalf of their Ummah and the Hufad and the Shuhada and the Awliya and Ulama they will be interceding on behalf of their followers and those that their loved ones then the followers of shaitan will say that you are our leader, we loved you, we obeyed you why don't you help us today? so shaitan will address them and he will say وَقَالَ الشَّيْطَانُ لَمَّا قُضِيَ الْأَمْرُ shaitan will address his followers when the matter will be established on the day of judgment إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَعَدَكُمْ وَعَدَ الْحَقِّ verily Allah had promised you the true promise وَوَعَدْتُكُمْ فَأَخْلَفْتُكُمْ and I had also promised you, but I broke all my promises that I made to you. I promised you that you will be happy, you will be successful if you follow me, but today you are in utter failure. I broke my promise that I made to you. وَمَا كَانَ لِيَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِنْ سُلْطَانِ إِلَّا أَنْ دَعَوْتُكُمْ فَاسْتَجَبْتُمْ لِي And then he says very plainly and clearly, I had no authority to force you and to compel you. I only invited you فَاسْتَجَبْتُمْ لِي and you are the ones who chose to follow me فَلَا تَلُومُونِي so today do not blame me وَلُومُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ and blame your own selves don't blame me blame your own selves مَا أَنَا بِمُسْرِخِكُمْ I cannot come to your aid today وَمَا أَنْتُمْ بِمُسْرِخِيَّ and you cannot help me as well so this is the speech of Iblis and Shaitan to his followers on the Day of Judgment. And it's very clear that he cannot compel us. He can only put thoughts. And as long as the thought is in the mind, we are not responsible for it and we will not be held accountable. This is what Rasulullah has assured us. In the books of Hadith, under Kitab al-Iman, the chapter in the Book of Belief, there is a chapter on wasawis and thoughts that cross the mind and the sahaba radiallahu anhu ajma'in they complained to rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that they also are uh, having such thoughts and such negative thoughts across their mind one of them came to rasulullah sallallahu and said ya rasulullah i would rather be burnt and turned into ashes rather than repeat in your noble presence the type of thoughts that cross my mind and I'm so embarrassed to repeat them but I ask you what can I do, what should I do with these thoughts coming to my mind Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said oh you are finding those thoughts now they have come to you this is a sign that you have iman because Iblis comes to try to steal and Shaitan comes to steal where the treasure is you have the treasure of iman so he's trying to bother you what you need to do is ignore those thoughts and 
you have the reality of faith remain steadfast the fact that you are bothered by the thoughts and you are wondering why do i think like this and you don't and you're not happy with it is a sign of iman and if you are disgusted by it this is a sign of your iman so don't continue to engage with it and try to remove it from your mind rather actively engage your mind in positive thoughts in dhikr of allah taala in obedience of allah taala and allah subhanahu wa taala will allow this test to pass and you will be successful inshallah recite la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-'aliy wal-'azim لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم three times and a blow on your left hand side and Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم has taught us the dua that اللهم اللهم اجعل وساوس قلبي خشيتك وذكرك واجعل همتي وهوايا فيما تحب وترضى oh Allah make the thoughts that cross my mind Allahumma ja'al wasawisa qalbi Make all the thoughts that cross in my mind Khashyatak wa dhikrak Revolve around your fear and your remembrance And make my aspirations and my desires Be subjected to that which pleases you And will make you happy Fima tuhibu wa tarda So this is a dua to make to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says in the Quran <coughs> وَقُلْ رَبِّ أَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْ هَمَزَاتِ الشَّيَاطِينَ وَأَعُوذُ بِكَ رَبِّ أَنْ يَحْضُرُونَ And say, O my Lord, I seek your protection from the whisperings of shaitan and I seek your protection that they come unto me. This is taught by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself. So, we need to seek protection in Allah and we should not lose hope and feel that we have lost iman because of these thoughts. These thoughts are involuntary and we are not going to be held responsible for them now some of you who are listening closely might be wondering that didn't you just mention the opposite in the translation of the ayah wherein allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says wa in tubdu ma fi anfusikum aw tukhfuhu yuhasibkum bihillah if you make it apparent what is in your heart or you keep it hidden it's just a thought in both cases, يُحَاسِبْكُمْ بِهِ اللَّهِ Allah will take you to an account. Allah will take you to account. Allah will, uh, will uh, ask you regarding it. Will question you. يُحَاسِبْكُمْ بِهِ And فَيَغْفِرُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ وَيُعَذِّبُ مَنْ If he wishes, he may forgive. If he wishes, he may take you to, uh, he may punish you. So this means that we are responsible. And then after you translated this ayah the entire time, you are explaining that you are not responsible for your thoughts. Do not worry. And you mentioned ahadith. Yes, I mentioned those ahadith. So how do we interpret this ayah? So this is initially the ayah that was revealed. And this was a test to see what the reaction of the sahaba would be. So their first reaction was that they felt it was difficult and beyond difficult, impossible to be responsible for thoughts that are involuntary. So they came to Rasulullah and they said, Ya Rasulullah, we understand if we are responsible for our actions we are res- understand if we are responsible for our statements but how can we be responsible for our thoughts when we do not control them ya allah ya rasulullah please ask allah ta'ala please uh, under explain to us uh, how are we going to be responsible rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he could have given an answer but he wanted to wait for wahi 
and also he wanted to make the tarbiyah of the sahaba and train them and he said oh my sahaba this is not the way you should behave like the Bani Israel and the people of the past who used to say Samirna wa asayna we hear and we disobey rather you should say Samirna wa ata'na we hear and we obey you should believe in Allah you should declare your belief in Allah and whatever he has revealed and you should declare your belief in the angels in the books and the prophets and whatever has been revealed upon the prophet if this is the order of Allah when it makes sense you submit to it and when it does not make sense you also submit to it how 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 come you question the order of Allah Ta'ala so the Sahaba عنهم, they sought forgiveness from Allah Ta'ala they made tawbah for their questioning and along with Rasulullah they repeated the words and they said that amanna bima unzila ilayka min rabbika amanna billah wa malaikatihi wa kutubihi wa rasulih la nufarriq bayna ahadin min rasulih sami'na wa ata'na ufranaka rabbana wa ilayka al-masir they actually said these statements these words they said oh Allah we believe in you we believe in the angels we believe in the books and the messengers we do not distinguish between the messengers we do not believe in some and reject others we believe in all and we hear and we obey and we seek your forgiveness O our Lord and towards you is our return they mentioned this and they said fine we accept it even though it may seem very difficult for us then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was so pleased by their uh, statement of iman and their subjecting themselves to the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even when it was impossible for them to control their thoughts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala repeated their statement in the Quran in the next ayah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in ayah number 285 second to last ayah of surah al-Baqarah Amen al-Rasulu my beloved Rasul al-Rasulu here is referring to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Amen al-Rasulu my, my Rasul he believes in that which has been revealed unto him from his Lord as well as the, the, the believers the believers here the true believers this is referring to the Sahaba Allah is saying that they have true Iman and they believe in what has been revealed unto them unto Rasulullah from his Rabb all of them meaning Sahaba and Rasul or Rasul and Sahaba both the uh, all of them kullun amana billah they believe in allah wa malaikatihi and they believe in the angels wa kutubihi in the books wa rasulihi in the prophets subhanallah so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not commanding us uh, you must believe in this manner or this is how you should believe or he's not saying repeat these kalimat repeat these words this is what you need to say this is what you need to believe rather they already believed and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is narrating an event that already occurred in the past tense right Allah ta'ala is commanding he is not commanding he is narrating what has happened and they said that we do not distinguish between the prophets we believe in all of them and they have said we have heard and we obeyed O oh Allah, if you seek your forgiveness and towards you is our return. Over here in this ayah, we see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses the fi'al madi, the past tense verb. Qalu, 
they said it already he is not using the command verb the imperative verb which is a command tense qulu you say o oh, listeners o oh, addressees o oh, mukhatibin you say qulu say we hear and we obey that is not what allah is saying he's already they have already said it he is narrating what has happened so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted their iman and then allah ta'ala says la yukallifu allahu nafsan illa wus'aha Allah Ta'ala will not make a person be responsible for that which is beyond their ability beyond their control Allah will not obligate anyone beyond his capacity whatever he has earned he will get the credit for that and whatever sin he has incurred he will get the sin for that meaning if he did not intentionally commit the sin he will not be responsible no one is responsible for any any a crime that they did not commit Allah Ta'ala says wa alla taziru waziratun wizra ukhra no one will bear the sin uh, the burden of the sin of anyone else right and thereafter there are duas beautiful duas rabbana la tuakhidhna in nasina aw akhtaana o our lord or rabb ya allah do not hold us accountable if we forget or make a mistake لَا تُؤَاخِذْنَا إِنْ نَسِيْنَا أَوَقْطَانَ رَبَّنَا وَلَا تَحْمِلْ عَلَيْنَا إِسْرًا كَمَا حَمَلْتَهُ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِنَا O our Lord, do not place upon us such a burden as you have placed on those people prior to us. They had a very difficult sharia and difficult commands. And we are asking Allah, do not place such a difficult burden upon us like you did upon the people prior to us. رَبَّنَا وَلَا تُحَمِّلْنَا مَا لَا طَاقَةَ لَنَا بِهِ O our Lord, O our Rabb, Ya Allah, do not make us bear that for which we have no strength. وَعَفْوَ عَنَّا O Allah, pardon us. وَغْفِرْ لَنَا And grant us forgiveness. وَرْحَمْنَا And have your, shower your mercy upon us. أَنْتَ مَوْلَانَا You are our Lord, Ya Allah. فَانْصُرْنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ So help us against the disbelieving people. So, this uh, these ayat Sayyidina Ibn Abbas narrates from Rasulullah who said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent forth these two ayat out of the treasures of Jannah and that the Rahman Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had already written them by his own hand 2000 years earlier than the creation of all things and beings such special ayat um, whoever recites them after uh, Salatul Isha they will be kafahu, kafatahu. Uh, they will be sufficient for him, sufficient to take care of him, sufficient to protect him, sufficient and will stand for the tahajjud in his case. He will receive the reward of tahajjud even if he was not able to wake up if he recites these two ayahs before he goes to sleep. These are all the different meanings of the hadith of Rasulullah in which he said that those who recite these two verses before they sleep they will be sufficient for him so some say it means sufficient that he will not have to wake up for the hajjud, he will get the reward of the hajjud some say it's sufficient for his protection and subhanallah uh, there are further uh, fadail of these two ayat it appears in the Mustadrak of Hakim and also in Bayhaqi that Rasulullah said 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala concluded Surah Al-Baqarah with these two ayat which have were given to Rasulullah from his fadl are of the special treasure that lies under the arsh. Therefore, Rasulullah exhorted, encouraged that we should all make special efforts to learn these ayat and he specifically said, please to uh, all of us to teach our women and children how to recite them. Teach our women at home and our children these ayat and make them memorize them. Uh, that is why Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu and Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu they said that anybody who has any sense in him would never go to sleep without having recited these two ayat. Subhanallah. So these are also the ayat that are recited after the burial when a person passes away. By the head, we recite Surah Al-Fatiha and up to Muflihun, Ulaika ala hudam mi rabbihim, wa humul muflihun, as it comes in the narration. And by the feet side, we recite these final ayats of Surah Al-Baqarah. If you know it by heart, then when we bury our near and dear ones, our grandparents, etc., then we can recite these ayat on their grave. If you do not know them, if you have never learned them, then we will be it'll be too late at that point to learn these ayat. So that is why we should take our time to learn these ayat before the calamity strikes. And we can see how the Sahaba they submitted to the will of Allah Ta'ala and even when it did not make sense to them they said Ya Allah we are ready to be accountable for even the thoughts and we leave it up to you you are our master please forgive us for objecting and asking any questions this was the height of submission and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then revealed the ayah to say La yukallifullahu nafsan illa wusaha. Allah will not take anyone to account beyond their ability, beyond their control so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forgiven, now going back to our situation if we have different negative thoughts and in our mind and we say and we make dua to Allah to protect us then our iman is still intact we have not left the fold of Islam because we have these wrong thoughts we should try to uh, get those resolved by talking to the ulama talking to the scholars particularly those who specialize in ilm al-kalam or ilm al-aqidah and theology and creed all of the objections that shaitan is trying to put in our minds the scholars have already discussed them in great detail and have written volumes and volumes in answering those questions just because we do not know the answer by no means means that there is no answer we have to search for the correct answer on the right sources and we will find the answers inshallah. Our deen is a very rational deen, very logical deen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks us to use our intellect. So you may ponder, so you may reflect, so you may understand. And it is something that we have to uh, understand and find the answers to all the questions that we have. And at the same time, continue to seek protection in Allah from Shaitanul Rajim, because He is there to snatch this wealth of iman from us. Continue to ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, Rabbana, la tuzqulubana ba'da idh hadaytana, wa hablana min ladunka rahma inna kantil wahab. O Allah, do not allow our hearts to become accursed and corrupted after You have guided us, and grant us a special mercy from Your side. You are the greatest of the givers. So Allah Taala has blessed us with iman. 
We hope and we pray that we die with Iman. And we hope and we pray we are resurrected with Iman. And this Iman remains intact and is not attacked and not snatched away by Shaitan and his and his forces. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, protect us, grant us uh, uh, strong Iman and protect us from the whisperings of Shaitan. Barakallahu lana wa lakum fil Qur'an al-Azim wa nafa'ana wa iyaakum ya fihi min al-ayati wa al-dhikr al-hakim aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa lisa'il muslimin fa astaghfiruhu innahu al-ghafur rahim Jazakumullah khair